just thought of kings Better than diamond rings That's why we're here to sing Football Sunday in the snow When the breeze whistle blows Weekend warriors toe to toe Football 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 We are back. Yes, another instalment of North London 40, the UK's favourite new podcast about all things NFL. My name is James Hamlin. Woo! Uh, and I'm Inye Benigo, and I like to woo. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. So the good news is we are now less than a week away from, guess what, a brand new NFL season. Three days. Three, not even a week. We're talking three days. We are talking three days. Wednesday, the 5th of September, we have the Dallas Cowboys and the defending Super Bowl champion New York Giants kicking off the season. Should be on a Thursday. It's been brought forward through to some um, important political stuff in Obama, the US that Obama, we can't really Obama. give a, an actual as to what it is. But it's been brought, forward, been brought forward a day, so it starts on Wednesday. So the plan for this podcast is to give a breakdown of the season how to watch it, when to watch it, where to watch it, the key matchups that are coming up, some predictions from us, your guide mm. to 2012-2013 season, North London 40 style. That's yeah. what we're going to do this week. Some quick shout-outs. All the people that are following us on iTunes, Mixcloud, Twitter, thank you to you all. Just to thank talk about so the Twitter again, it is Inye. It is at NLDN40. Uh, we're also on Tumblr if you search... North London 40, that's with the 4-0 on Tumblr. Join us there, become a friend. We constantly are updating you with news and gifs and all that fun stuff for the NFL. Also, you can also email us at northlondon40, and that is also with a 4-0, at gmail.com. Send us your questions. We're also on Mixclouds. Mixcloud.com forward slash NLDN40. So lots of ways to check us out coming into the season. Mm -hmm. We are going to be going weekly, people. Yes. Mondays, we're going to be doing weekly pods. So we've been doing monthly pods throughout the um, throughout the preseason and the summer, mm -hmm. of course. And got to thank everyone that's downloading. There's lots and lots of you downloading, sharing. Fantastic. Please keep it up. We're going to be going Monday nights. We're going to be releasing pods Monday nights. We're going to be breaking down the games from the week. And previewing the games from the next week. Not quite sure how we're going to handle the Monday night game because that's going to kind of clash with that. But that's what we're planning to do. So lots of North London 40 content coming your way. Continue to support. Continue to get involved. This is your show. We really appreciate it. Yes. We're about to go into lots more detail. So the NFL season is here and we are super excited. Mm -hmm. Now, we wanted to take this pod and the, the prime start of it was we were going to be breaking down where you could watch the games mm -hmm. in the UK, how you could watch them, what the pundits were and yep. stuff. But as we speak, three days away from the start of the season, mm -hmm. the NFL does not currently have a UK TV deal. Yep, but just following the pattern of um, certain NFL players holding out of training camp and OTAs and all that sort of nonsense, we find ourselves in the sticky position of not really being able to direct you to where you can get your bread and butter for NFL right now. Bear with us. Mm -hmm. we, we can't, <laughs> at this point, we can't really tell you where to be watching the NFL because, so just to recap, so Sky Sports have been running NFL for the last few seasons on Sunday nights, showing two games, and last season they showed access to the Red Zone channel. There's Hallelujah. not... Hallelujah. Sorry, the Red Zone channel 
top five inventions of all time? Uh, top one. Okay. But we'll, we'll get to that. All right. But so currently there is no deal in place. Now, does a deal get done? I think a deal gets done. Mm-hmm. This is more important than the lockout. I think yeah. a deal gets done. But right now, as it stands, Channel 4, a deal's been done. Yes. Mike Carlson is back in the seat. Shout to Mike Carlson with Nat Coombs. They're mm-hmm. reunited. They're going to be showing the Sunday night games. Yes. That's kicking off around about half past one on a Sunday night. It starts off with the Pittsburgh Steelers visiting the Denver Broncos. Peyton Manning's first home game as the Denver Broncos. So it's definitely going to be one to watch. Definitely, probably one of the picks of the first of the day one uh, fixtures is going to be that game. So that's Sunday the 9th of September. They're going to be showing that. It's also going to be shown in HD, and it's going to be shown on 4OD. So that's fantastic. Yes. That's one piece of the puzzle. Now, unfortunately, for the rest of the games, there is no Sky Deal in place. So let's just presume it's going to happen. Let's mm-hmm. presume it is. But don't panic. What are your alternatives in the meantime? Well, you have the NFL Season Pass. Yes. Which we recommend absolutely thoroughly. So for the NFL Season Pass, you can get it on your iPad, on your computer, which then allows you to see all the games mm-hmm. that basically take place. So 129 quid is what it costs you for all the games. You get preseason, you get regular season, you get playoffs, and you get NFL Network, and you get coaches film as well. You get access to that. That's all great. But you don't get any red zone in the UK. True. For now. Mm-hmm. We're panicking a little bit. Yeah. But... We can't necessarily give you the exact status on how you're going to be watching this sport this season. What we can say is that definitely check out on our Twitter. As soon as we get the information, we'll let you know on there and then also the same on our Tumblr. I will say this, that in earlier pods, we've talked about how, you know, how good the NFL.com is in terms of highlights, in terms of information, in terms of all the stuff that goes into watching it, in terms of being a fan, and in, and in ways of maybe just the casual viewer being able to keep up to date and even learn about the sport as it goes along. And I, I have to say, again, that, like, we don't know what exactly what's going to happen, but for the most part, we can say that, you know, you can go on the NFL.com on the Monday and you'll have all the highlights. Even on the Sunday, they'll have the highlights pretty much straight up there as well. So we are hoping that quite soon we'll find out how we will be able to get our live fix. But right now, Game Pass is the way to go. I will also throw a very sly shout out to the Dark Arts, but that's all I'm going to say about that. Fair enough. But yeah, hopefully we will know sooner than later. Yeah, I mean, Game Pass itself has also got Coach's Film, where you've got access to all these thousands and thousands of hours of Coach's Film, which is fantastic. Condensed game, viewbacks and stuff. But come on, this is a live sport. Let's just say, keep an eye on Season Pass for now. But if Sky Sports deal comes along, then there's a blackout when you can't watch the Sky games. It's extremely confusing. We are the quote-unquote experts of this ish, and we don't necessarily know. So... (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to be getting back to you on how to do it. But hopefully Sky Sports deal gets done, which Mm. then comes with the Red Zone channel as well. And then you have the pass to then supplement your viewing as well. Just to talk about what the Red Zone channel is, because I just presume it's going to be there. If you imagine every single game is on, is shown. So when a team is going to be in the Red Zone... It flips to that game, mm-hmm. and then you see that team driving. Then it flips to the next game, and it flips to the next If you're a fantasy football player, it is absolutely fantastic. Yep. No adverts. It's endorsed by a company that's not even launched in this country. Well, now they are, Chevrolet. They're sponsoring Man United. They weren't last season. Um, but So, yeah, so stick with us. So hopefully it's all going to get sorted out, and the Giants-Cowboys game will be shown Wednesday night, and then you'll be able to watch all the games from, from then onwards. So... 
Yeah. For those of you that like is still a little bit confused about Red Zone, ITV did try and do something similar, not live. Live, like that's what makes Red Zone really it. Live, you can definitely see what's going on at the time. But when they're doing the recaps of their channel of the Champions League games, they would often show one game and then, like in real time, if another uh, person scored in another game, they'd switch to that game or whatever. But obviously, it doesn't necessarily work with football because they don't have red zones, they don't have breaks. They they are not football. Sadly, is not a sport that lends itself well to television as well as the NFL does. True. So watch the space, people. A little bit like the blind leading the blind here, but it's. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's going to have to be a decision that. Um, but we'll be tweeting about this um, just before the games launch on Sunday and on Wednesday as well, so you can make sure you get in front of it. But don't. It's all just detail. Yeah. It's all just detail, right? Big Sunday starts this Sunday, week Ooh. one. Big games. Green Bay taking on San Francisco, which is going to be an awesome game. Colts and Andrew Luck going to a lot a team that a lot of people think are going to do very well, and my team, Chicago Bears, mm-hmm. a bunch of other matchups as well. We're going to be getting into into that a little bit later um, with a proviso that you're all going to be watching it. Also, later on in the pod, we've got another guest. Last weekend was the final of the Brit Bowl, Brit Bowl. and London Blitz were victorious over the London Warriors, and we're going to be getting another London Blitz on the pod later on, and also hopefully one of the Blitz players as well, just to talk a little bit about the final, how mm-hmm. it was, how they were able to reclaim their title as North London's best football team, yep. aka England's best American football team, <laughs> and they're going to be coming on the pod a little bit later, so stick around for that, make sure that you do. Let's have a bit of a catch up on NFL news, Yes, what's been happening over the last couple what's of weeks. What's been going on? So let's start with this great city of ours. So the biggest news mm-hmm. we've had is... We were taking a bit of a dump on St. Louis yes. last week for deserting us. Deservedly so, though, let's be honest. Deservedly so. They're, they're, they're now officially dead to us. Mm-hmm. But that gap has now been taken by another team who have signed up for a jaw-dropping four seasons Jesus. in the A. They are? They are the Jacksonville Jaguars, or as they will now be known from because they have decided to come to our fair city of London for four years, the St. Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. It's going to be good. It's going to be really, really good. They're an up-and-coming team. Uh, they could mm. potentially build some, you know, some rapport with the people going on. There is one thing that I do suggest that they do do, is that for one of the years that they play, they come and play the Oakland Raiders. There has never been an NFL team who has such brand recognition in this fair city with people not knowing that they're an actual sports team or that the team is still around than the Oakland Raiders. And so really, I I hope for that. It will not necessarily be the most exciting game of all time. That's the way to go. I think that you can't necessarily always try and get people in on just the quality of the game because the NFL is amazing and with having red zone and all these things. People can know that they can watch the best games. But really, you want people wearing the shirt you want people wearing the logos you want people wearing that so it's brand recognition so ultimately i think maybe next year maybe the year after or maybe even the last year um it should be the jags versus the raiders as one of the international series games that would be great that would be great but you know look jacksonville they're not a great team right now their only star player mjd is holding out he's <laughs> not even starting the season yet which which is awful for Jacksonville Jaguar fans. They didn't sign Tim Tebow, which yep. again was awful for Jacksonville Jaguar fans. And look, they're a team that aren't selling out their home games. Mm. 
and you know they see this as an opportunity Jacksonville potentially to become more of a tourist destination for Brits yeah maybe we shall see they're a team that aren't really relevant right now a lot of you with um, a long memory will remember the 96 Jacksonville Jaguars team. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love that team. Mark Brunel, Jimmy Smith, Keenan McCardell, Fred Taylor, Donovan Darius, Tony Baselli got to the AFC Championship game. I absolutely love that team. They were kind of like my second favorite team for a while. And hopefully they can get back to those days. Uh, Blaine Gabbert looked terrible in his first season, mm-hmm. but we shall see. And I guess it's a chance for them to rebuild. So... You know, again, if you're looking for a team, you're like, I want to support a team, regardless, then Jacksonville are going to be here for the next four seasons. I will. Allegedly. I, allegedly. Hopefully they will not change their minds. Um, I will say this. I did come up with a couple of reasons why they would be a good fit for um, London. First of all, they are a relatively recent expansion team. And as we all know, the UK loves expansion teams. Yep. Just look at the MK Dons. Number two, <laughs> the mascot is Jackson DeVille. It's, it's obviously a Jaguar. You know, unlike a lot of NFL mascots, this is a mascot that's a daredevil. This is a mascot that has bungee jumped and done, um, you know, zip lines. In 2009, just like our uh, amazing mayor, Boris Johnson, uh, Jackson DeVille got stuck on a zip line. So there's there's that sort of rapport as and well. And there's obviously the most famous British car of all time is the Jaguar. Yes. Unreliable. <laughs> Breaks down a lot. Yep. Bit of a lemon. <laughs> but but classically British. They, they've got a strong defense. And so uh, technically this could be the closest to uh, an actual... British football team, so they could be like Arsenal and maybe win games 3-0. Look, we'll be there regardless. We'll be there. (laughs) NFL, end of October. And don't forget, end of October this year, the St. Louis Rams are coming to play the New England Patriots. That game is happening. Tickets are still on sale. You can still get them. So Tickets go back on sale September 10th. Saw that. Yeah, they'll be releasing a, a, a tranche of additional tickets as well. Just talking about... The NFL, talking about the Raiders and mm-hmm. the NFL not being shown just to cover this off and link this in as we can. We were actually in the and I were just sat in the studio and we're looking at the TV schedules just thinking, right, okay, where are we going to watch Giants? Where are we going to watch the Giants and Cowboys? Oh, it's not actually on. Oof. But as a great consolation prize, ESPN, at the same time that the game was going to be shown, 1 a.m., they're showing the UK premiere of the Marinovich Project. Ooh. A ESPN Films original about Todd Marinovich. Um, some younger listeners of the pod maybe like don't know who he is, Inya included. So he was he was he was nicknamed Robo QB. He went to USC. He was he was um, built as a kid by his dad to become quarterback. He was drafted of course he was drafted by the Raiders. Was out of the league in two years a drug it was a great story to follow at the time. Whoa, hold on, hold on. Are you saying there's a, a Raiders quarterback that fell out of the league after two years due to drugs? And uh, came from USC. Yeah. Oh my! Wow! How? I'm it's shocked. The, it's called the Marinovich Project, people. It's on Wednesday, 1 a.m. ESPN in the UK. Really, really worth checking out. Also, ESPN Films relaunches under the 30 for 30 brand at the start of October, and we'll be pointing links as to where you can try to access that content from YouTube, mm-hmm. etc. Starts with a documentary called Broke, all about NFL stars becoming broke very quickly. Andre Risen. Is on. I used to love Andre Rizer. I used to love watching Andre Rizer in Michigan State, yeah. Falcons and all those teams. So yeah, that starts the start of October as well, and there's a Bo Jackson one on there as well, so definitely worth checking out that. Talking of teams and games that have happened in the British Isles, we had a game in the British Isles this weekend. Yes, we did. 
over on the Emerald Isle mm-hmm. itself. Yes, we had the visit of Navy versus Notre Dame in Dublin. And yeah, what happened? It was. It seems like it was a full-on extravaganza. It, it, it was. Uh, the game had some reports saying forty-nine, some saying thirty-nine thousand people at the Aviva Stadium in Dublin, and they were saying predominantly. Americans came over. Uh, they made a week of it. They had a pep rally for both teams. One held at the O2 Center and the other held on St. Stephen's Greens. Uh, also, they they made the game itself was on Saturday. Uh, they had a massive tailgating session. If I remember correctly, Notre Dame won 50 to 10. Yeah, I mean, I think the, I think the, I think the score was slightly relevant, but, mm-hmm. you know, obviously Notre Dame, as expected, delivered a delivered a bit of an ass whooping yeah. but it was a big big deal in mm. over over in Dublin this the T-Shot came as well which is pretty good he came to watch the game obviously does not understand what's going on but no. still it's good no wish I'd gone over for it sounds like mm. a lot of fun and, and you know just go show it's not just about London it's not yeah. just about London it's about the British Isles there's still talk of a second NFL um, game that's going to potentially happen or maybe another college game so we shall see but that one from all intents and purposes appeared to be a huge success Other in other news this week Yes. New Madden game is out. It sounds amazing. Madden Day, uh, which should have been a holiday. The <laughs> Madden, actually, crazy enough, did Rick Ross numbers for its first week, sold 900,000. Wow. 900,000 copies of a £40-pound video game that, as you said, looks absolutely amazing. The, the, they've really managed to knock it out of the park, this one. They've, they've got blur, video blur technology as well, which trying to replicate the fact that some movements are too fast to be caught on camera. I, I spent a bit of time actually watching on YouTube the, the Madden videos. One of the developers had a hat on that said, I am the Madden curse, which uh, right. made me giggle quite a bit. But, um, but yeah, it looks like it's... It looks like they've knocked it out of the park with this one again. We are not necessarily video game players. We're not. Used um, to be. Used to be. Uh, it, it was the first video game that ever made me want to go out and buy a console in a long, long time, and I still may end up doing that. But like for me, I, I only really play Football Manager, although I did find out that there is an NFL version of that game called uh, Head Coach. But it only lasted two years, and that's right for, for good reason. Probably. Apparently, there's a Ray Lewis intro at the start where he does he does the Lawrence Taylor speech from any given Sunday, talking about it being a man is defined <laughs> by this, which apparently is great to watch. And you know, it's just getting cleverer, it's just getting more intelligent. The players themselves, mm-hmm. in terms of what they do, it sounds amazing. Yeah, really recommend listening to the Bill Simmons podcast with Gus Ramsey on there, who talks about it in a little bit more detail. Really experienced Madden player. It's really, really good. Sums it up. So, anybody knows stuff about Madden, please tweet it in, email it in. Yep. Um, we'll we'll talk about it. Um, interesting to see the Madden curse this year. In case you don't know, the Madden curse is the fans vote every season to put a player on the front of the video game. That player traditionally then the next season has an absolute stinker. Usually injury, but sometimes just sometimes just plays poorly. Exactly. So the likes of Sean Alexander, Vince Young, Mike Peyton Vick. Hillis. Michael Vick, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gone basically T-I-T-S up for them. <laughs> this year, you've got Megatron on the cover. Mm-hmm. Surely not. It can't Surely be. not. He's had a good preseason, so um, hopefully not again. But uh, you never know. Um, another quick little tidbit. Um, Shadow Chasingo tweeted this week <laughs> about uh, playing the new Madden game, and he's saying that he tweeted that awkward moment when you have to create yourself on Madden. So it's a bit of a shame that he's not on the uh, 
on in the game and he had to correct himself. But still, I thought that was pretty funny. It's a shame he's not on Hard Knocks anymore because, oh. look, <laughs> Hard Knocks to me, it's just meh. It, it re- it's... Meh. It, it's become more of a chore than anything it's else. wallpaper. Yeah, like I honestly thought, you, you could hear the excitement and the emotion in my voice when I was talking about it before, but oh, yeah. I, I honestly thought, like I enjoyed live quoting it and I enjoyed like being able to <laughs> tweet stuff about it that was going to be really good, but ultimately and sadly, it's just been very, very dull. Very dull. And, you know, even Vontae Davis, who like started to actually be somewhat of a character, they they traded away to the Colts. Um. I did like his reaction, though, when they told him he was going to get traded. First thing he said is, look, can I call my grandma? <laughs> it just looked like he didn't know what day it was. That was quite funny. Yeah. But, it, you know, one episode to go. Stick with it. Why the hell not? It's an hour of your life that's not going to kill you. But all very dull, really. To be honest, uh, if you've got it, you might want to keep it if, we, if we're not without the NFL for the first week. So. Oh, whoa, 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 I'm whoa. just saying, let's maybe like start provisions and maybe let's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> let's stockpile grain and seeds in the basement. Yeah. Uh, it's going to get sorted, people. It's yeah. going to get sorted. The amount of hype, the hype machine we've been building here in North London for the NFL season for them not to be televised, you know, that, that sort of irony is not going to happen. Mm, Don't worry. Not at all. Don't worry at all. So following on from lo- our last pod, our fantasy football Special. Yes. Inye, we had our North London 40 fantasy draft. Mm-hmm. How did it turn out? I was very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so was I. <laughs> and why was that? Uh, it was Carnival Sunday. It was. Uh, it had been moved from my birthday yep. uh, to Carnival Sunday. To be honest, to be fair, like I totally understand why it was done. And... Um, it, it wasn't How was your carnival, by the way? It, it was. It was. It was all right. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Why not? It, I thought it was going to be adult Christmas, and it turned out to be probably I don't know adult Thanksgiving. Like it felt like it was the warm up to something else. It was a little bit hectic. I know. How was your carnival? I heard you said it was very good. I loved it. You know, I absolutely loved it. For me, it was all about the return of Norman Jay mm-hmm. and the Good Time Sound System. I had an absolutely fantastic time. I yoloed to within an inch of life. <laughs> I didn't leave anything. I didn't leave anything out there. That's good. Um, I listened to the Ray Lewis speech for, before I went <laughs> before to, you went yeah, out. That's before I went to Carnival <laughs> and started the Madden game. And yeah, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Just mm. loved it. Peaked at the right time. Yes, I peaked at seven. It finished at seven. Came home, prepped for the draft. But you know, had a few soft drinks. Did you hear Mercy? I didn't hear Mercy. Uh, I did. On uh, Monday. I forgot to tell you about oh, that. Fair enough. Uh, Where did you hear Mercy? Uh, the Major Laser Red Bull. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> not exactly Carnival, but no. I think at the end of the day, I will go with this. Uh, to everyone that's kind of like bitching and whining about it, Carnival is what you make it. If you happen to be in a uh, sponsored event that happens to be a little bit exclusive, so be it. You but could make be eating jerk chicken, you could be eating prawn sandwiches. It, yeah. it doesn't really matter, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. For all we know, people in the hospitality boxes could really be YOLOing within an inch of their life. So we had a few scoops. We came home. We did the draft. Mm-hmm. How do we get on? Uh, as a novice, I thought we did well, but okay. like, uh, I'm a novice. Uh, really, it should be coming from you. We, we realized that we've got... Uh, actually, should we even be discussing our... Um, how did you think we did? Look, every player this season has a question mark around them, yes. and which makes it very, very difficult. We were drafting 10th 
in a 10-team league, which is which is a pain in the butt. It means you're always drafting one after the other in a snake-style drafting mm-hmm. system. But, you know, we'll see. We, uh, we had Joe on the pod last week talking about, you know, how drafting isn't the be-all and end-all. We'll see. But there's, you know, we, haven't, we took Matt Stafford in the first rounds. A lot of people think he's going to get injured this season. We took Matt Forte in the second. Yeah. Very productive player in the past, but with a big new contract, not necessarily getting goal line carries. I think wide receiver, I think we're in a good shape. We mm-hmm. have Harvin, we have Brandon Marshall. I think it's going to have a great season. We have Larry Fitzgerald, we have Eric Decker. But we shall see. We shall see. I think we did reasonably, reasonably well. You are, yeah, you are forgetting someone that we did draft. Of course, yeah. of course. So when Matthew Stafford does go down, yes. we're bringing in the ultimate fantasy football weapon. Which round do we pick him up? 13th? I think so, yeah. T-Bob. Yes! <laughs> yes! Oh. And that was actually a double scream. Uh, right. Because Podolski just scored his first goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was amazing. So, uh, so, sorry, sorry, people. We've got to fess up. So, we recorded this podcast at the same time as uh, the Arsenal-Liverpool game. So, even though he is exultant about Tim Tebow being on the North London 40 football franchise... He Inye is absolutely over the moon about the fact that Lucas Podolski has just scored for Arsenal. As am I. Jesus, that was uh, how. The, what's the like the odds of that ever happening? That I get to scream about Tebow and an Arsenal goal at the same time. Never, never going to happen again. Future would be so right, proud. That's of enough. Ar- there's been far too much Arsenal. On this All right, no problem. Already. Let's get out. But but you know we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And, you know, interesting to see what other people have on their fantasy fantasy team. And, and as we go. Into the weekly podcast, we're going to be talking about fantasy football, some of the best fantasy players that week, some guys mm-hmm. that you want to be picking up um, on waivers through the week, etc., etc. We're going to be talking about that as well, so don't worry. But we're not going to be boring talking about our fantasy league team every week, but unless we win our title, we're going to gloat about it. Uh, obviously, that's the, that's the best way to do anything. Right, so let's take a look at what's happening over the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Giants-Cowboys on Wednesday... Have you seen the latest Des Bryant stuff? Oh my god! See, we were just talking about carnival and you know yoloing with an inch of your life and poor Des Bryant. Uh-huh. Uh, I think what like twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, early twenties, and being hit with a ridiculous list of um, a couple of months that we've been doing this pod that a lot of NFL players have been getting into trouble. I think it was close to like twenty seven of them have been in trouble with the law. Usually DUI, DWI, there's always something going on that you kind of look at the whole thing and you're like, well, maybe they could have just, they could have done with a bit of guidance. We even talked about how the NFL had that, um, the program that if they were drunk and they needed, they needed, you know, someone to drive them home or whatever, they, they had that there for them. But we've now seen with Des Bryant that, um, that he needs a little bit of extra help. So, yeah, so the crux of it is this. He has a midnight curfew. He's not allowed to drink any alcohol. Yep. He's not allowed to go to strip clubs. Oh, oh God. He, he has a three-man security team, of mm. which one of them is with him with all times. <laughs> That's his deal. Yeah. Now, look, Des Bryant, tons and tons of potential, yet to really, really break out in the NFL. The Cowboys must feel absolutely so hot on Des Bryant to invest this time and effort into him. Mm-hmm. But, man, I mean, that's no life. Um, Jalen Rose on the excellent Jalen Rose podcast said that Des Bryant is paying for all this himself. This is something that he has gone into the Cowboys front office. They have worked out a way of trying to prevent him from getting into trouble. And he has to pay the whole, like, the, something 
close to probably like 50000 a week just to have a three-man security detail with him at all times. Maybe he was spending 50000 a week on strip clubs and booze, so See, maybe, he, maybe he's up. <laughs> this is the other thing that Jalen Rose says. He can just bring the strip club into his home. <laughs> he can bring the strippers into his house. He can still champagne and campaign. Yeah. But this time, he's also got a security card there, which means twofold. It means, A, they can take away any cameras, so no one sees anything. And B, if there's any trouble, the security guards are there to uh, to take care of things. As, as we found out with Shaq uh, a couple of months ago when um, he broke up with his reality star girlfriend to get security to escort her off the premises. So there you have it. So week two, we just pulled out a few key games coming up in week two. So the Thursday games continuing in week two. Chicago going to Green Bay should be good. Should be really, really good. Should be really, really good. So that's a good one to start. Week three, New York Jets going to Hard Knock Zone, Miami Dolphins. Whew, the battle of the bad teams. Well, actually, it's a battle of two teams that were the last two teams on Hard Knocks, actually. So uh, there's a bit of insight there as well. The last two teams on Hard Knocks. Tim Tebow, we forecast starting that game. Could be starting for the Jets. Could be starting for our fantasy team could be in the start- same week. <laughs> could be starting for the Dolphins. Could be starting right? for the Dolphins. Who knows? That's week three. Week four. The Raiders are playing the Denver Broncos. Classic Always a big matchup. rivalry. Always a big rivalry. If I remember last year, it was one of the first games that Tebow won. Um, the last meeting between the two, last minute um, touchdown again there. But we'll see now that they've got uh, Peyton Manning, um, now that the Raiders have got Carson Palmer in for the whole season, and Darren McFadden back. Maybe, maybe it should be a good. No, we're looking forward to it. It should be really, really good. Week five again, pulling it out. Philadelphia Eagles go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Should be good. This week, uh, it was said that Andy Reid cannot go eight and eight again. Otherwise, that'll be his uh, last year. The Eagles. So we shall see. Mike Vick, hopefully healthy, although is not wearing his rib vest that he's been sponsored to wear. But and week six rematch of the NFC Championship game. That was a fantastic game. The Giants are going back to San Francisco, Oof. facing Mario Manningham, facing Brandon Jacobs, facing Randy Moss, mm-hmm. sure. and all of that hate from San Francisco. So that's week six. Fast forward week eight. We mentioned it previously. It's all happening. London is the spot. Sunday, 28th of October, the St. Louis Rams are hosting the New England Patriots. Mm -hmm. So that's obviously one for your diary. And again, hopefully you can make it that in person. London residents, you absolutely should do that. Uh, Moving forward, week 12, always a brilliant week in the NFL. It's Thanksgiving. Yes. Starts with the Thanksgiving games on Thursday, the 22nd of November. Candy yams. Three games. Houston at Detroit. Mm -hmm. The Redskins at the Cowboys. And then New England Patriots against New York Jets. So Thanksgiving, you always get the Detroit Lions and you always get the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, so three games. And the good news for you, Londoners, is there's going to be a Thanksgiving party in London. The sports bar in Moorgate. Mm -hmm. 20 quid gets you in there. We've seen the flyer. 20 quid gets you in there. You get a free Thanksgiving meal. Mm -hmm. Mike Carlson, the main man on the MIC... He of the Olympics commentary, he of getting slammed in the side of the head with the ball that I think Manu Ginobili threw up after they beat Brazil. He's going to be there. Adam Goldstein from Tailgate to Heaven fame is going to be there doing some Q&A with his books. But we're going to be there. Yes. Definite place to see us and hang out with us and, and break bread with us. That's on 22nd of November. That's definitely a date for your diary coming up Thanksgiving in Moorgate. Chance to experience it. Chance to experience what Thanksgiving is mm. with American football. That's a really, really good one. That's just a few highlights coming on the first few weeks of the season and again 
Well, as we go weekly, we're going to be pulling these out as we um, as we do every week, talking about the key matchups that week. That's just a few that we've picked out. Again, we don't know where we're going to be watching them and how, yep. but we sh- we shall kind of figure that out. So we should get a little bit into prediction time, mm-hmm. break down our predictions. And yeah, let's start quickly, go through conference by conference. Let's start in the AFC. Okay. AFC East. Who do you like? I like the New England Patriots. Uh, no real surprise there. But yeah, no, I definitely think the Pats can come through this year again. They've upgraded themselves on defense. Um, and yeah, no, definitely the definitely the Patriots. I think also them playing in London is going to give them quite a big boost. Totally. Mm-hmm. So I think the Patriots... I think the Patriots have an 11-12 game, 12-win season. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone else in the division wins more than seven games. Yeah. Okay, AFC North. I am going with the Ravens. Uh, they're going to rely more on Joe Flacco this year to throw the ball. Uh, their defense is, of course, tenacious. We all know this. They've been going. This defense has been going on together for about ten years now. They were the original. Yep. They were the original team on Hard Knocks as well. But um, but yeah, I have to say that just that team. They came awfully close to win uh, to getting into the Super Bowl last year. But I think that maybe this year they're going to be just as good, if not better. Yeah, I'll I'll go with that. I'll go with the Ravens. Um, Steelers don't necessarily seem to be that much stronger. Mm-hmm. I think the Mike Wallace thing is a big distraction. Ravens seem to have all the ducks in the line. Yep, I'll go with the Ravens, but I've got Pittsburgh perpetually taking that wild card. Yep. AFC South. This is a tough one for me. Um, I thought long and hard about this, and I'm going to go with the Texans. I don't know why exactly, but I think that it's just it's the team that I, I, I kind of see just eking it out the division. Well, I don't think there's a lot of opposition in that league. I think I think Indianapolis obviously gets better. They win a few more games. I think Jacksonville continues to be horrible. I actually think Texans win this division at a canter, but we shall see. So we'll both go in the Texans on that. AFC West. Wow. This is definitely a crapshoot. Uh, my heart, because I'm a Raiders fan, should say Raiders, but obviously that's not going to happen. I'm going to go with San Diego. I'm going to go with the Chargers. I think that they were unlucky last year not to make... I'm going with the Raiders. I like what... Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. If they keep players healthy, I'm going with the Raiders. Oh, Davis is gone. I think this is... (laughs) R.A.P. It's it's a a tribute win. It's one for the Gipper. Oh, okay. It's one for the the Gipper on that. All right. Well, that's, to be honest, the Raiders, you know, first-year coach. um, The team is going to be playing a lot harder for him. The defense has proved in preseason that they're they're definitely up for it. They they were the ones that caused the injury to... uh, Jason Witten. They haven't done particularly well in preseason and have struggled scoring, but we shall see. Like they've been, they've been keeping McFadden, you know, un, like you know, in cotton wool. So maybe they'll be able to unleash him and like you know, be able to take over the AFC West. Super Bowl representative for the AFC. Give me a name. The Patriots. Okay, sticking with that. Right, let's jump over to the NFC. Okay. NFC South. Arguably football's hardest division. Mm-hmm. Who do you like? Going for the Saints, Falcons, Panthers. They're they're a unique team. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really do think it could be anyone's league. This, you know, the Saints with the suspensions minus a coach. We shall see how that's going to work out. Uh, hopefully, you think that it's kind of one of those weird things. You you know, the NFL. You know, it's a team sport. Fifty three players, twenty two. You know, on offense and defense. That. Almost, and these players have been had this stuff drilled into them that you can kind of think that like autonomy or repetition takes over. But I still think at the same time, football's also about 
being able to react to what the other team is doing. And I feel that having a head coach in place really would be... Well, of course, they do have a head coach in place, but like being without their leader is going to definitely throw them off a bit. And so you could see Atlanta come through, but you never, you never know. I like Tampa Bay. I don't, I'm not necessarily thinking they're going to win the division. Wow, you are really... I like this. I like this. You're really going for it. I think... I'm not saying they're going to win the division. I think they're going to be a lot better. I think they've got a great shot at seven wins. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, I think Atlanta take the division, and I think um, the Saints have a eight and eight season, and I think the Tampa has a shot at the wild card. NFC East. NFC East. I have gone with the Philadelphia Eagles. Me too. Uh, unbeaten in preseason. Yep. Which obviously means nothing, but at the same time could mean something. So I'm going to go with, I, I think that the dream team hype is all over. I think that they no longer have that on their back. I think that's one of the things that when we come to, that's the, one of the things that's definitely going to be affecting the Giants is the fact that, um, you know, they're Super Bowl champions. They've got sign on their backs. Everyone wants to try and beat them. And I think the Eagles are just going to quietly and steadily take that division. Look, there's so much... You talk about this and there's so much. If player X stays healthy, then yeah. mm-hmm. you could say about every single team. But it seems to me to matter more to the Philadelphia Eagles and Michael Vick than anybody else. He's never stayed healthy for a whole season. Yeah. If he can, he can really take them. I like the Eagles. I think it's a great point. I think you take the hype away. I think they can do really, really well. So, yeah, I like the Eagles as well. NFC North. There's only one choice, isn't there? Winning division, Green Bay? Yeah. Okay. I really like Chicago this season. Let's remember how good they were before Jay Cutler went down last season. Matt Forte went down last season. I like Chicago. Not sure about Detroit. Again, not sure. I think their defense isn't that great. I think they have nothing at running back, but I like Green Bay. You're right. And I also like uh, Chicago for a wild card in that one. NFC West. Going with San Fran. Okay. I think they've added the additions on the offense with Mario Manningham. With Randy Moss and with Brandon Jacobs. And I, I really, that's going to give um, Frank Gore some, some rest. Uh, I, and I do think that that's going to be the one. I think, yeah, they're going to take that division and they're going to go far. But Prediction, NFC representative in the Super Bowl. I'm going to go with Green Bay. Inye, controversially, Green Bay, New England Patriots, Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. What about you? You didn't tell us that. Your, uh... All right. I'll AFC, I think Baltimore. Yes. And NFC, I'm sticking my neck out with Chicago. Other stuff to look out for this season. Who do you think is going to be the MVP? It's a passing league. The overall winner is whoever picks up uh, NFL games in the UK. Um, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Tom Brady. Okay. Inye predicting big things for the Pats. I think you're right. I think you're right to go quarterback. I think, I think again, whoever stays healthy wins it. Yeah. But I think Tom Brady. I think, I think you see Tom Brady. I think you see Drew Brees. I think you see Aaron Rodgers. I think you see Matthew Stafford all mm-hmm. in the shouting for NFL MVP. If you want to make a bet on it, maybe look down a little bit further. A little bit down. Further down the uh, who the bookies like a little bit. Yeah. Maybe go for someone a little bit more unpredictable. We shall see. A really quick run through of this season how we think it's going to pan out. But the great thing about it, and this is what we say, it's so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Any team could win the Super Bowl. That's one of the things we love about it so much, people. This is one of the best things about this sport. Fantastic. So, remember, tune in. North London 40, 
every Monday. We're going to be breaking down the games, the next games, previewing, telling you all the information that you need to know, people. This has been a um, just a run-through of yeah. what we think is going to happen. Right, so guest time. We are privileged, again, in North London 40 to have more guests. Yes. Guests from the victorious... London Blitz, Britball winners last weekend against the London Warriors, 37-21. We'd like to welcome on the pod offensive lineman Sam Tucky and quarterback Fred Boyle. Lads, how's it going? Yeah, really good, thank you. Really good, good. good. Thanks well, for having us. Uh, you're very welcome, lads. So, welcome to North London 40. So, victorious last week against the London Warriors, 37-21. How did you do it? What was it all about? How did you get it done, lads? A, a lot of it, you know... Um, we played them twice in the regular season, and while they were both very close matches, something we'd talked a lot about in the whole season is something we wasn't very good at is coming out in the third quarter and really keeping our foot on the on the gas pedal um, and, and really taking it to them right out the gates from halftime. I think with the, certainly the second game we, where we played Warriors were at their home um, in, uh, in West London, that was a real problem and, and actually I think eventually cost us the game. So the theme for this this game, the final game, was make sure we just step on it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Make sure we're always going at 100 miles an hour and just execute. And actually, we did really well in the first half, and that's not been unusual this year. But to come out in the in the first play, the opening kickoff um, that we returned in the in the in the second half, and actually return it for a touchdown. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. there's some brilliant YouTube footage, um, which I believed was shot by someone that was close to you, Fred. So I was told. Um, it's using it's using the Hot Eight Brass Band um, music as well. That's really recommend people watch. It looks really really good, so they can break down the game. It's about fifteen minutes, so they can see all this. Seems to the key that you guys started off really well, Fred. You looked like you had some really good things going in the passing game early. You looked like you were pretty in the zone there, first quarter out. Yes, it was. Uh, I mean, again, you know, as Tucky touched on, it's about playing the entire game. But I mean, really, what was important was um, on offense. It's all about momentum. I think sort of the, the couple of weeks leading up to it, we really sort of started to get our offense where we wanted to be. And those training sessions, that semi-final kind of got us on this momentum, putting drives together. And that's where during the regular season, we, we hadn't had that. We had sort of very short spells where we could, you know, be quite explosive. We'd go the other way and we wouldn't be so successful. So it was good to sort of have a couple of weeks where we really were on point. And I think that's what we took into it and try to, play you know a complete game of four quarters absolutely defense contributing as well special team so yeah. real team Same. effort there really impressive absolutely. to see i think that's actually one of the one of the things you touched on there the defense our defense i truly believe on their day is the is the best group of guys that i would ever want to play with mm. they they always constantly hold us uh, hold us keep us in the game that time was no different i mean it's, they're, they're they're always phenomenal and they constantly lift the team around us by their really 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 fantastic play and even though we've got two offensive guys here, I think you've got to give a shout out to them. So I was going to say, with the defense, it's kind of a, it's a love hate relationship. We, you know, we love them because they're so good, <laughs> and they, they hate you, yeah, right? Hate yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> against them, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we uh, we don't have to play them for real in uh, real games. We leave that to the other teams. But so, Fred, you're off to Disneyland. You yeah. are the MVP <laughs> of the game. Um, would you say that's one of the best games you played for the London Blitz? The most enjoyable game I've ever played. Uh, yeah, any any level really. I just we just had such a good vibe. Everything was clicking, and everyone everyone apps you know really balled out. And uh, if everyone you know on the field, four out of ten guys are doing their job above and beyond, it makes my job that much easier. So it's uh, 
you know, it's easy to make plays when guys are five yards open and all that, and you know, you get the blocking. So it's uh, across the board. It was a brilliant performance by everyone. They're both being very humble listeners. As I said, go to YouTube, type in Brit Bowl Final, London Blitz, check out the footage. There's some real great execution in there. And, you know, just in case you haven't seen a game, a British game before, if not, why not? But you want to check this out. You know, this is a real high standard. There's some real great execution there on both sides of the ball. And the chaps illustrated it there. So that's four wins in a row now for the Blitz. What's next for the London Blitz, lads? Where do you go from here? Is it Europe? What's what's the next challenge for you guys? Uh, Well, obviously, we still have the... 2013 domestic campaign, which is important to us. It's uh, it is exciting to go on and still have you know a little campaigns in Europe, but still winning at home is you know job number one. It really is our priority. We have to make sure we we want to retain this title for uh, each year we go out for it. So that's you know that's the first thing we have to worry about. And then we will then look at you know potentially going into Europe, which we uh, we have for the last couple of years. Uh, at the moment, whether we'll do again, powers will be when we make that decision coming up. But uh, as I say, we, we want to get focused for our next year's domestic campaign. All the teams around us are getting better, as you see. I mean, especially the Warriors, they uh, they really are a good physical team. So, And they're only going to get better as well. So uh, we've got to do the same and keep taking strides to make ourselves better. I'm sure you will do. And also, your junior team also won their title on the same day. So in this sport bringing players through, young players, feeding your team, absolutely crucial to the longevity and success of the franchise. Do you want to talk a little bit around the London Brits Junior program there and the development? Because that seems to be working really, really well and obviously a key cornerstone for the future. Well, I mean, you mentioned the um, the junior team and I think that, that absolutely they are. That we had the, they had graduated 19 guys last year from the, from the junior national. They won the national championships last year as well. Wow. And wow. several of those guys have stepped up to our level and, and made a made a massive contribution this year you know you look at someone like charlie joseph for instance you know he was he's he's had a great year an absolutely fantastic year enoch a, a corner of ours as well just at, you know running with the ones after two games i mean absolutely great player but we've got to remember that it's not it's not even i mean the juniors did incredibly well but it's not even just them we also won a, a youth flag championship um uh at that level for this on the brit bowl weekend as well that happened the day before so I think Fred said it in one of his interviews, that it is about building a program. It's not just about one team. It's about making sure that we have the, the everything ready for the future. So there's a constant way, way for people to play football from the absolute youngest age, which I think at the moment is 14, all the way up through um, into the seniors, and that they stay within the blitz for that whole time um, and, and continue to contribute. Absolutely. Now, you know, we are we've gone we've covered this in details before. We are neutral yes. when it comes to this. We stay neutral. But this is North London forty and the and the London Blitz are the exclusive team in North London. Yeah. So you're always front of mind when it comes to where our allegiances lie in from a geographic standpoint. Mm-hmm. So that's good. So but I think you're absolutely right. I think it's an absolute key to growing the sport in this country. And what this podcast is about is to help that growth, maintain that growth. You guys have obviously been playing for a while. You've been playing the sport. Just to talk to people out there they are interested in, you know, getting involved, playing the sport. Maybe they've got kids that want to come and play the sport. What's going to be the best way for them to do that? How do they get involved? Well, I mean, I think there's various avenues that you can take. Um... The, the best way is obviously to, to reach out to us via via social media is a good way, especially for for kids in there. And how do they do that? Between mm-hmm. um, if they go to the London, there's a London Blitz Facebook page, there's a London Blitz Twitter account. If they uh, 
if they get in touch with us through that or go to the London Blitz website, which is www.londonblitz.com um, and and have a look. And, and all the contact details for all the coaching staff is on there. We have a recruitment de- uh, contact details as well. Just get in touch. Someone will be back as quickly as possible. So uh, when do you guys start training for next season? When does that happen? I'm not 100% sure exactly of the date yet. Sorry, lads. I know you're resting on your laurels here after the victory, but this is... <laughs> Let this them is, enjoy themselves. This is, Come cut, on. this is cutting journalism here, right? It's all about next season now. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's normally sort of into the new year. We okay. start. We try okay. to... Uh, uh, the issue with that time of year is obviously weather can uh, not really be on our side, but normally sort of quite early into the new year, we'll get back to sort of get the team together, see everyone again and uh, get moving from there. So we... You know, one of the things that we're trying to help break down here on this podcast is, you know, we feel we're ex-players ourselves and we've, we've been into this for a hell of a long time. And one of the things we're trying to get over is the barrier of entry that this sport can sometimes represent. Obviously, some people watch it. They're like, I haven't got all the pads. I haven't got all the stuff. Mm. I don't necessarily know all the rules. It seems too complex. What type of people can come down to the Blitz? Can anybody come or do they need to have certain stuff or do they need to show certain things? How, how does it work? I think we try and be as, as, as non-exclusive as possible. We want, to make, we want to make this as open as possible to absolutely everyone. Good. And in, in, in all reality, the only thing you really need to come down is a good attitude because no matter what your size, shape, mm-hmm. um, there's a place for you on the team. I mean, uh, we had a guy who played for us a couple of years ago who uh, rather affectionately was nicknamed Chicken. Um, and he must have been, <laughs> he's, he's smaller than five foot, you know, but I've seen him stiff arm guys who are, who are six foot tall and absolutely blow past them at a, at a, a rate of knots. And then equally, you know, you've got me, someone like me. I mean, I'm six six and twenty two stone. Ooh. I'm not Jeez. a small guy by any stretch of the imagination. But you know, I'm, I'm not uh, running around a rugby pitch for for eighty minutes. It's, it's probably not something I'm ever going to be amazing at. But something like American football, while you need to have conditioning, it's, it just suits my it suits my body shape. It suits my type. And 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 that's sort of how I found my way. And so it really does cater to everyone. There's, there's no size restrictions, and it's bring down a good attitude. Yeah, there are costs to be paid up front, but we can lend you some stuff for the first couple of weeks to let you know whether or not it's going to be something that you want to get into, and then, and then go from there. You know, with, through the club, there's discounts with suppliers and and things like that. So there's no re- there's, there's 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 a lot less barriers to entry than people think. Okay, um, so, I mean that that is one of the beauties of American football that it it really is you need every shape and size. I mean, you look at the guys, if you say, you know, you look before a game uh, in America football, in America game, you go across the whole team. They are, they come in every size and shape possible. And really, obviously, being athletic is important, but it is more of a, as, as an attitude. If you can come with a desire and, you know, work ethic, that's that will carry you through whatever size you are. No, that's really that's really good, and you heard it here first, people. As I say, if you've got the right attitude, yep. the blitz, and I'm sure there's all sorts of teams across the nation have a similar type of aesthetic. You know, this is a support that support that people want to get behind. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, if you if you're a soccer player and you're just um, you don't really like getting involved, and you just you think you're a bit of a dab hand at a Brazilian style free kicks, you can turn <laughs> up the blitz and try out for a kicker. True, why you know, not? You can do all that type of stuff. It doesn't necessarily matter. So that's good to know. So, lads, so you. Um, we're, this is a pod about gearing up to the next NFL season. You guys, NFL fans, you pretty pumped up about the next season that's going to start this week? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a I'm a Cowboys fan myself. I've uh, I've been watching it since you can start watching telly as a little kid. So I've uh, I've been following the Cowboys uh, 
for years now. So um, no, I'm actually looking uh, looking forward to this year. There's a there's loads going on with the NFL. It's, it's more of a there's loads going on with the Cowboys ultimate. as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yes, the ultimate you... reality show, definitely. <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge uh, Jets fan, so I'm less excited oh, about our season. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm. I, to be honest, I, 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 my my allegiance always lied with whoever was on Hard Knocks that year, right? Ooh. Because I just really liked knowing about the bit part players and <clears throat> and stuff like that. Like uh, I really, it was excited that Chris Presley, for instance, made the squad when the Bengals did theirs, and I followed him for a couple of years. But uh, but having seen Rex Ryan on Hard Knocks, he kills me. I'm, I think he's I think he's amazing. He was um, incredibly charismatic, I have to say, that year on Hard Knocks, and just like, just even the 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 other the other coaches, I can't remember if it was the cornerback coach as it well. It was Westhoff, the special teams coach. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. incredibly charming, and yeah, this year's Hard Knocks has been pretty bad. So, um, uh, yeah, so let's yeah. I'll, if anyone's into a team, I would I would go for the Jets because of course they have. Um, one of our top four players, Tebow, playing for them as well. But uh, no, it should be a great season, lads. It should be a great season, and I said we've been hyping it up, absolutely hyping it up. And I think as the Britball season finishes, it's a great time for the Americans to then to then uh, get into their season, and we can we can go on to that. So, talking about, we mentioned the um, Notre Dame game in Dublin earlier on the pod. Fred, we just found out you're over there for this weekend. Wow, tell us what happened. Oh yeah, I've only just got back, hence the slight sort of hungover voice. But uh, it was um, it was really really good trip, absolutely great. We went out Friday night, uh, so we'll get there before, and just everyone, I believe, um, about thirty three thousand Americans came over. Yep, uh, wow. for it. So I mean, that's a, you know shows how keen they are until they follow them literally around any anywhere around the world. But uh, just everyone in town was just so into it. The atmosphere was great. Everyone was friendly. We were speaking to all sorts of walks of life there uh, about it, and uh, everyone was just really pumped. The game was great. We had quite good seats, quite low down. Uh, I think it was about seven rows back or something like that, which was awesome. Um, it was a bit one-sided, the scoreline, but it was a fantastic game. There was loads of points. There was big returns, big pass plays. It's quite great. I've never seen... Um, Triple option running real life from right. uh, from Navy, so that was quite interesting to watch. The stadium, unbelievable! I've never been to that one before. The Aviva Stadium, that was great as well. Really, it was a great place to, to host a college game. So, uh, no, I absolutely enjoyed it. Had a had a brilliant time. Well, brilliant. We hope that happens again. Are you gonna are you guys gonna be hitting the NFL game in Wembley in um, a couple of months? Yeah. St. Louis and um, New England. Is that a game that you guys will go to and check out? Do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've. I, I, I believe I've been to everyone that's that's come over so far. We've had the Patriots before, but it's always good to see Tom Brady doing his stuff. But so, yeah, absolutely. Again, that's, that's another one as well. The atmosphere is great, and uh, we normally try and get a big group of us to go together. And uh, it's uh, it's no, it's great. Absolutely. Brilliant. I've actually uh, decided to not go this year, and I'm going to make a real Ooh. big effort to go to a Jets game in in New York. Um, so I'm looking at a weekend in October for travelling over there. Because I think I'm, yeah, I'm going to miss 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 the the St. Louis and um, New England game, but uh, to make up for it, see if I can go to New York for just two days, just go and see the game. I think it'll be a really exciting trip. Hey, for sure, for absolute Definitely. sure, lads. 
It's been fantastic having you on North London Fort. We really appreciate you filling in Thank you so on much. what's happening with the London Blitz. Mm-hmm. And it's always great to have other American football fans coming on here and giving their perspective on stuff. Congratulations again. Yeah. You know, we're really, really proud of you guys and what you've done and proud of what's happening in the sport. And mm-hmm. just um, we see it going on from strength to strength. So we just want to take a time to say thanks for, um, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. So I've got to say thanks to both Fred and Sam from the London Blitz. Great, great having them on. Amazing. It was really, really good to get um, their perspective on not only uh, Britball and not only the London Blitz, but also just, just NFL in general. Yep, definitely, definitely. Right, we're out of here. This podcast's over. We will see you on Monday where we're breaking down week one and we're previewing week two. We will see you then. All right then. Take care.